Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Imagine the feeling of pulsing electric shocks. Sounds like a nightmare, right? While individual experiences may vary, it's how some people describe shingles. This painful blistering rash could interrupt your life for weeks. It could even force you to cancel social events or weekend plans. Over 99% of adults 50 years or older already carry the virus that causes shingles. One in three people will get it in their lifetime. Why wait? Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles today. Hey, this is Junior, and I have a long-standing relationship with the American Red Cross to get the word out about blood donation within the African-American community. Letting people know how important community donations are to our well-being. One in three African-American blood donors are a match for patients with sickle cell disease. As someone who suffers from sickle cell, I know that finding blood is a matter of life and death. Blood donations save lives, and I'm living proof. Donate blood at Red Cross to help save a life. Black excellence is in our blood. Visit redcrossblood.org slash ourblood to make an appointment now. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better. Hat on, suit on, looking like the trap dog, giving them all like the million bucks, bucks, things in his cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. You 
turn them out. Steve Harvey got to turn them out. Steve Harvey turn them all to the morning Good morning, everybody. Excuse me. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. <laughs> One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Man, oh man, oh man. Something going on real good today. You ought to feel blessed today. The fact that God woke you up and gave you another opportunity. You know, every day you wake up is another chance. It's a chance for all of us to get better, to get it right, to get on the right path. To stop heading the wrong way. Every day you wake up, that's your opportunity. See, because he's going to keep waking you up because he has a plan for you. You know, I don't know. Uh, you know, uh, I don't I don't I don't know when he makes his call and, 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 you know, who gets called home when I can't explain it. I don't have that answer. I'm not him. I'm not God. I don't claim to be. I don't I don't understand it all sometimes. But God has an amazing way. But as long as he's waking you up, I do know this. God ain't through with you yet. God has a plan for you. Your job is to identify, identify the plan. You know, that's that's clearly what I need for you to do. You know, um, oftentimes the thing that you're looking for, it's right there inside of you. You know, I, I can't tell you how many people I meet uh Mr. Harvey, Mr. Harvey, can I speak to you for a minute? Yeah, man, what's up with you? Um, Man, I was just wondering, man, I've been trying that, and I wanted to know, man, can you give me a good agent? Can you give me a good uh, lawyer? Can you give me a good... Now, look, if you got some legal problems, I understand you're going to need some help right there. But the majority of questions I get asked is about their future, about their place in this world, about their mission, about what they're trying to do, how they're trying to figure out, and then how to go about doing it. But the answer I must remind all of you is always within yourself. It starts right there. See, a lot of people burn up a lot of time looking around, trying to find someone. If I could just meet them, if I could just get on her show, man, if all if I could just get to his show, I beat and made it. That's not that's not necessarily the case. Because, see, just like every time you put your put your uh, faith in a person or an event or occurrence or or some type of thing that you imagine yourself being in there, and that'll do it for you. Imagine of all the people who've made it without, you know, I look at everybody talking, about, man, if I could get on so and so show that will do it for me, man. Somebody else got on that show and they blew up, man. If I could just make it to that show. Do you know how many people have made it without that? So, see, when you start focusing in on what your idea of how to make it is and your idea of how to make it does not include your relationship with God, you're spinning your wheels. Man, it's a vicious cycle you're in now. And I'm asking everybody to get out of that cycle. Get out of looking for someone and something. The answer is within you. God resides in you. That burning thing that you have that you just can't get out your head, that's a seed. God planted that there. That's a seed. It needs watering, nurturing, fertilizing. That's what it needs. 
it it didn't it don't ever say man I need that other person right there now there are people you will meet that compliment you and I can assure you that God will put you in the right place at the right time I'm almost certain that God will introduce you to everybody you need to be introduced to to make it to wherever it is you all are trying to get to I'm talking about you and God now but the moment you take it into your own hands and you make the decision as to who you got to get to you've just cloudied and muddied the waters see God's plan for you don't really need your help uh oh it needs your attention it needs your focus it needs your faith and it needs your hard work but he needs you to listen he needs you to listen more than anything listen keep the faith and be willing to work your tail off I don't know how you think it can happen any other way but then again, I do because I tried to make it another way. So I had to come to the conclusion. Hey, man, listen here, dog, this ain't working for you. You got to get some more God here, man. Listen to me. The answer was always within me. The, the moment I sat down with myself and told myself the truth that, hey, partner, you ain't really all that. that hey, partner, regardless as to what people are seeing and stuff, you ain't happy. Hey, partner, this really ain't about you. Hey, partner, you really ain't all that good at this. God is keeping you for a reason. Okay, hold up, Steve. Quit tripping. What I need to do. I just started talking to myself and then I heard uh, Bishop Jakes say a couple of things. Then I was watching TV. I heard Joel Osteen say a couple of things. And I went, wow, man. Okay, cool. That's pretty slick. I'm going to try that. And when I did it, it changed my life. I am telling you, man, it has been God this whole time. And the God has been residing inside of me, just like the God resides on the inside of you. That's him talking to you, telling you, man, you ought to get it together. Man, making you feel bad. It's sending you on guilt trips. You knowing you wrong. You out there wrong and something telling you you ought not do it. Here's how you know it's God. And Bishop Ulmer taught me this in his book. He's got, um, I can't think of the name of it right now, but it's a really good book. But it says in there, man, Bishop Ulmer was talking in this book. And he was saying, the way you know it's not God's voice is if it, it ain't no sin in it. See, how many times have you made up in your mind, I'm going to show this person or I'm going to show that person or I'm going to get this person back. You hurt me, I'm going to hurt you. You know, the Lord don't like ugly. I'll show you. Well, the Lord don't like ugly, but nowhere in that does it say for you to go show them. It doesn't say that. See, so when you strike out on that mission. You know, um, the God knows in my heart I loved you, but I got to do this because you did me wrong. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ain't got nothing to do with God right there. You can take him out of it. If it's God has no sin in it. So anytime somebody come to me talking about the Lord told me to do this to you, and that's the only reason I'm doing it, you need to get yourself right with God. I heard all them threats right there. That ain't God talking to me through you. What are you crazy? If it's God, it has no sin in it. So you got to be careful, man, when you're talking to people. And we're going to go down here and we're going to do this because this is the right thing to do. If it has something wrong going on, then it can't be the right thing to do. 
took me a minute to learn that one. But please get that through your head so you can quit spinning yourself around. And remember, everything you're looking for is within you. It's all right there. Quit wasting your time looking around all the time. Go to your God, man. Talk to him. Go to that spirit that's on the inside of you that's calling you. Stop letting people shake your tree. At the end of the day, somebody going to be right, somebody going to be wrong. All right, y'all. We're going to have a good one day. Tripping a little bit. Going through something. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here another great day. Man, oh man, oh man, I'm excited. He just keep on doing it. He just Mm -hmm. keeps on showing up. Man, thank you, Heavenly Father. Y'all, I'm telling you, no better way to start your day than to be grateful. It just opens up the windows of heaven, makes room for you. And the angels rejoice when you show gratitude. It's just an amazing thing. And it just, it, it minimizes the things that's going on in your life that's not of the positive nature. And it just helps you realize, man, that God is still on the throne, still in the blessing business. Ha! Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, uh, Mouth of the South Jr., Nephew Tommy. Yes, yeah, yes. all us. We here. Yep, yep. We here. Junior, yeah. what's on your mind today, man? Let me ask you this, Unc. Man, you did it all now. I mean, you at the top. And it's just for anybody in any business, Unc. But what, what's your motivation? What's your why now? Well, you got to have your, your purposes change often in life. And you got to be conscious of it. You got to rearrange it all the time. First, it was about me. Mm-hmm. I needed to be successful because I thought... I could help more people that way. But I found out along the way that your mission is always to help others. Even on your climb to the top, you have to extend your hand to help others. I was listening to Joel Osteen over the weekend, and he was pointing that out, that whenever you need something, don't forget the other people who need something too, because part of your blessing, and a huge part of your blessing comes when you do something for other people. Mm -hmm. God blesses you to become a blessing. Right. And the more of a blessing you are to other people, the more he'll bless you with, so you continue to be an even bigger blessing. You see? Mm. And so you've got to make your motivation. It cannot always be about you. I understand the human side of it, because I suffered from that oftentimes myself. But the reality of the matter is, it's not about me. 
The motivation mm-hmm. for me now is purely. Uh, I, I would have to say the motivation for me now is 80% my family. Oh, wow. 80% is my family. Mm-hmm. You know, 20%, you know, of course I'm human. I want recognition for my work. You know, that's the human side of it. But if if I if I don't get the recognition, that's fine because I changed my 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 want in life anyway. I used to want I used to want rewards. I mean awards. I changed it from awards to I just want the reward now. I didn't but I just my life yeah. now is more into the awards than the, than the, uh, that uh, into the rewards as opposed to the awards. Okay. Because I thought that's what it was all about. Man, I got invited to the show. I got a camera seat. I got to go. I got to go. No, man, I don't have to do that. My man. Because I found out that what God wanted me for is much bigger than that anyway. So uh, your your uh, focus will change uh, about what it is you want out of life. But as long as you make it about others and someone else other than you, the greater your chances of achieving it. My man. I'll take that seat, though, if you don't want the seat. I mean, <laughs> since the seat being empty, I mean, somebody needs to sit there. <laughs> All right. Coming up at uh, 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew yet again with the prank phone call as he runs the prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Your husband's prescription. What? Yeah. Ooh. Your husband's prescription. You always prescription. with these people. We got to listen, 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 Linda. Some people need their prescription. Okay? okay. I'm right. just calling it. That's all I'm doing. I'm just calling it. Now, the man got an ailment or something, so we got to get some, get the man some uh, medicine. Now, let's go, dog. Get him his Your med. husband's prescription. Come on. Hello? Hello, how you doing? This is uh, Pharmacy. My name is Brian. I'm the tech here. Uh, is Mr. Uh, is Donovan? Donovan, is he available? Uh, no. What can I help you with? Uh, well, he's, he dropped his prescription off about an hour ago. I wanted to, we wanted to call and let you guys know that the prescription is ready. Prescription for what? Uh, well, he um, he dropped off a prescription. I'm assuming he must have. Uh, it looks like the doctor just wrote this prescription today, so I'm assuming he um, seems like he would probably need this uh, pretty soon. So I wanted to let you guys know it's ready. Okay, and what exactly did he get a prescription for? Um, it's uh, amoxicillin. 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 We've got him at least um, 15 tablets. If he could take two tablets a day. Wait, uh, I'm sorry, wait, your name is Brian, right? My name is Brian, yes. I'm the technician okay. here at the pharmacy. Okay, well, let me, okay, Donovan, that's my husband. Let me make sure you have the right Donovan because, well, let me, like, can we check the birthdays? Are you allowed to do that with me? Oh, uh, definitely, definitely. It's um, 74, is that correct? Yes, uh, okay. And so what exactly is amoxicillin for? Amoxicillin is an antibiotic, ma'am, so any type of um, small infections of, of uh, some sort, diseases or whatever, it, it pretty much cures it. So you telling me this nasty <laughs> then got something and went and got it on my... First off, he went and seen the doctor and got a prescription under my insurance. This type of and he went and got something. You know what? You know what? That Brian, I'm coming down there. I'll pick up the medicine. I'll get it. And if he wants that medicine, he'll check in with me at my counter. Because I got a check and he done wrote that his cannot catch. I'm going to beat the hell out this He do not know. He does not even, you know what? 
We brought in a new okay. year. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're you're Miss. Um, what what what? Can I call you by your first name? What's your name? No, nah, call me Miss. That's fine. Just call me Miss. No, call me Miss. Okay. Uh, uh, first of all, I want to apologize. I had no idea that you were not aware of the actual mm -hmm. uh, prescription that he's that we've just filled for him. Mm -hmm. You know, just just on a personal note, I'm just curious. Is, is there a possibility maybe maybe you could have given it to him? Brian, no, the you didn't. You done lost so little mind. Now, first off, you don't call my phone. First off, no, you. I'm glad you called my phone to tell me it's my insurance. That's why. And then you want to accuse me of giving that nasty. Are you scoring him? Don't you ever in your life call somebody's phone, and this is a courtesy call, this is none of your business, what's going on in my okay? None of your business. You get out of my way, that ain't none of your business, and y'all ain't got nothing to answer your question. I got something for your and his He want to come home with STDs, and you want to ask me if I gave him STDs? Oh, okay. Where's your manager? Let me speak to your Ma'am, I was just, I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to be uh, unprofessional. I was just asking a, a personal question. I should not have asked you something like that, and I, I do apologize. I, is, I do, should we expect someone to pick up the prescription? I'm, I just told you, I'm going to be picking that up. I'm going to come in there. You, you know what, Blonde? You'll know who I am because I got, I got a couple words for your and I still want to speak to your manager. You did. You were very unprofessional, and I don't appreciate you coming at me. I'm going to eat. You call me, tell me he didn't got me a STD, didn't ask me, did I give it to him? And you all up in between my... No, I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to get all in between your legs, ma'am. Apparently, that's not the place to be, considering you guys need amoxicillin, you know, but... I never know the you didn't. You didn't lost your mind. You know what? Brian, I still got some firecrackers left from the first, and guess what? I'm going to light the up your... You don't play games with me. You do not even know. You do not know me. You don't know who I am. You don't know who I know and what I got. I got something for y'all. What is this uh, prescription at? Because I know it's not the one by our house. I know it's not. What did he take his trifle? Where are you at? Because I'm on my uh, way um, now. Um, uh, uh, would you like, my manager's here. Would you like to speak with him, ma'am? Yeah, put your manager on. Put your manager on. I want to speak to him now. Uh, hang on a sec. Uh-huh. Uh, hello? Hello? Yes, this Hi, is Tommy. Uh, who? Tommy. You're the manager of this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show when you just got pranked by your husband Donovan. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him and you. What the <laughs> prank on me? He needs to be out looking for a job. This ain't worked in three months. Don't play with me like that. Got my blood pressure high. You alright? <laughs> Oh no, I'm coming down. I'm still coming to get you. <laughs> I'm not at baby. You can't come get me. <laughs> oh, you better be glad I love your show. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. You told me say my wife don't tolerate no cheating. <laughs> you know, you know I'm crazy. <laughs> you ain't right. You wrong. I got one more thing to ask you though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid wow. enough. Wow. Huh? <laughs> Always. Uh, <laughs> is that a geniusly, question? Geniusly stupid enough is mm, all I can say man. to you. Man, you play too much. You went yeah. too far. Yeah, <laughs> Apparently, that's not the place to be. Since you <laughs> what? That ain't where I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> man. <laughs> I said, ooh-wee. Just crazy with it. Go hard in the paint, baby. Mm -hmm. That's how you do it. Mm -hmm. You go hard in the paint.
New York City, New York, New York, big city of dreams. Get ready, baby. February the 3rd, the nephew is coming to the NYC, the city winery. You heard what I said. Tickets are on sale right now. February 3rd, Saturday night, New York City. If you can make it New York, you can make it anywhere. Tickets on sale right now. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO, our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, in the building right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now to ask the CLO, Chief Love Officer, Steve Harvey. This one is from Billy in Ohio, Steve. Uh, Billy Ohio. writes... Ohio. But listen to this. Billy writes, I'm tied up in an affair with a woman that loves to have sex on the back seat of her Chevy Tahoe. This past Sunday, I was at church with my wife, and she pulled up to the church and texted me to come outside. I mm. left church and went to the back seat of the Tahoe. Afterwards, I nodded at the parking lot guard, and uh, I went went on back in church. The next Sunday, the security guard told me that my secret was safe with him. Should I trust him or not? You got to. First of all, dog. First of all, first of all. Should I trust him or not? Let's start with you, stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Yeah. That's A. This Dog, crazy. He the security guard. You had to climb in the back seat or y'all had to go into the back seat. Either way, you went in the back door or you climbed over the seat. He saw it and he tell you, hey man, your secret's safe with me. Should I trust him? Okay, let's say you don't trust him. What's your next move? I ain't no. What hold on, hold on. Let, 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 let me guess. Okay. You gonna have him killed. <laughs> Dog, oh, no. what the hell can you possibly do? Can you trust him? Dog, you stupid, man. We ain't answering that. Yeah, 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 yeah you can trust him. I, Why I did you go out there him. and get in that car, yeah, dog? I can't get past that. Leaving out of church. Church. His church. wife at church. What? All right. Billy, you're on your own. So says the CLO. Um, All right, this one is from New Mommy in Monroe, Louisiana. She says, I'm a 24-year-old mother of a two-year-old boy, and I'm engaged to a man that is not my child's dad. He's planning to adopt my son, and he's already talking about how he's going to discipline him. My son is at the the age where he says no to everything, and he thinks it's cute. My fiancé says it needs to stop now, and he needs something better than the swat on his butt that I gave him. He says he needs a leather strap on his butt, but that's a bit harsh for a two-year-old. How can I defend Ooh. my baby from this? Well, I think what? that's a little harsh for a two-year-old. Yeah. So, Are you kidding? I grew up getting spanks, but not at two. No. Uh, brother, you need to pull up and uh, you need to talk to, to, your, to your future husband about it, because obviously he has no children. Anybody mm-hmm. talking about striking a baby at two? With the belt? You, you I, I'm just going to say, you That's need more. You need a strap on a two-year-old. Are you kidding me? Now, you can traumatize this baby. You need That's to sit down and have abuse. a talk with him. And y- I would suggest y'all probably need to go to some type of counseling about child rearing. Because there's so many other ways to raise children now. But I cannot condone a guy coming in talking about he needs something harder than a little smat on the butt. 
I think I think that's dangerous. That's dangerous conversation. Is this a sign, Steve? It's a red flag. Pull up on this Yeah. Uh, you need to pull up till you get a real understanding, because you can't move this man in this house, and he talking about how severe he needed. It's a two-year-old. And he's going to adopt this boy? No. I mean, I appreciate you loving him, but he's got the wrong idea of discipline. And definitely the wrong timing. Two at a belt? Are you crazy? What two-year-old doesn't say no? <laughs> That's the terrible twos. It's the they terrible no. twos. Yeah. You, hey, listen to me. You should buy him those books. I forgot the name of it. Everybody used to give it out to pregnant women to show you the stages of uh, development in a child and what, what to look for. What you're expecting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, like by two, they should be doing this. Everybody tell you the first they learn no in the twos and they're starting to shape themselves about likes and dislikes. And so no is a sign to say this. I I have a problem with what you're saying. It's not being contrary. They just all say no. That's their first little taste of independence. Yeah. That's it. That's all it is. Yeah. You You know, they can walk now. No. Yeah. No. This now, is, how he messing your day up because he done said no is beyond me. He told me no. <laughs> He's not a good candidate to no. me for a husband or a daddy. God, Out of the question, you. man. Yeah. Mickey in Teaneck, New Jersey says, my sister hooked me up with one of her co-workers and we went out on a blind date. Uh, the date was great and she offered to cook for our second date. I got to her house ready to eat good and instead I was shocked by what I walked into. Her shoes were all over the entrance to her place and cat hair was all on her kitchen seat cushions. I could see her laundry room from the kitchen and it was full of piles of dirty underwear. I told her I'd lost my appetite and left. Now she's giving my sister grief at work, and my sister is mad at me. How is this my fault? Please help me. It ain't. I, I'm uh-uh. not dating a trifling woman. No. Who draws this, Dee? Dog, you nasty. <laughs> food all over your house. Cat hair on the thing. We, I don't want your damn food. Nope. I like eating in clean places. Now, you knew I was coming. You invited me over, and this is how your house looks. This is knowing you coming. Mm-hmm. What's right. going to happen when she get comfortable with you coming? Just pop up. Yeah. <laughs> so people normally put their best foot forward. If this is the best foot, I don't want to see the other foot. Mm-mm. And I don't give a damn. My sister mad at me. You date a nasty ass. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Destiny in Orlando says, the guy I've been dating for three years thinks he's a relationship counselor because he posts videos of his life experiences and girls flock to his posts for advice. He responds to their comments and flirts with them. He says it's all part of gaining trust so the women will pay to see him speak. His first paid event is in two weeks in Vegas, and he hasn't invited me. Do I trust the process and let him go, or should I buy my own ticket to Vegas? No, look, if he's your boyfriend. You didn't get invited. Secondly, why would you buy a ticket to his event? Thirdly, why would he not invite you? And fourthly, why are you trying to hang on to something that don't want to be held on to? Three years. Three years. He a dating expert. He be flirting. He finna go to Vegas and flirt. All right, thank you, you, CLO. And you up in there blocking. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. 
When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Ladies and gentlemen, Sister Odell. They told me. I'm going You know, it's my favorite holiday. It just puts me in such good cheer with everyone yeah. and everything. Hey, Carly. Uh-huh. Hey, Sister Odell. Happy holidays. Mm-hmm. How are you doing today, Shirley? I am doing well, Sister Odell. I love the holidays. Merry Christmas to you. Well, here go this. Me too, and that's real sweet of you. Hey, boy, with that high voice. Hi, Junior. <laughs> Morning, Sister Odell. Still up there. <laughs> yeah, still up there. My real high voice you got there. Well, might as well say hi to the happiest one on the show for Christmas. Hey, little F. Hello, Sister Odell. Good morning, good morning. (laughs) Morning, morning, morning to everyone. So what can I do for y'all today? What did you want? Any special requests? I mean, the giving holiday spirit to move. Well, Sister Odell, first of all, I know you have some holiday traditions, like, you know, when you open your gifts on Christmas, or what do you do Christmas Eve, putting up your tree, things the like family. that. Family. You know, what yeah. What are you, yeah, what's your Christmas like? And then, you know, w- if we have time, and I hope we well, do, maybe you'll we'll sing a song. You know, most, well, you know, sweetie, most of my family separated, you know, gone their own ways, and they had children and everything, so... If I tried to see all of them, I'd just be on the plane all day. So some of them's come over and, you know, spend mm-hmm. some time with me. I oh, put my nice. tree up right after Thanksgiving, though. Oh, you know? yes. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Yes, mm-hmm. ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you- I don't actually put it up myself. I has peoples. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Okay. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Well, when, when you get that. peoples, when she... 
Well, well, I can see that. She might need a little help. I has people that helps me. Yeah, she might need a little help. Yeah, I can well, see that. Well, I has yeah. people that helps me, you know, like you're done. And you're the last person need to ask about who got people. Where <laughs> Santa Claus get you from? <laughs> <laughs> Not the North Pole. Not the North Pole elf. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you cook anything special, Sister Odell? Like a favorite recipe well, or something? you know, mm -hmm. I cook. You know, I'm really good at dressing and yams. I love dressing and yams. Oh, and I, yeah. I buy mm -hmm. my turkey Yum. now already cooked from Honey Bake. That way I ain't got to be in there watching it, you know. Honey Bake do it right, man. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, um, uh, you want to uh, bless us with the song since you're here? I mean, I know you love Christmas songs and everything. You can finish it. Oh, I see it all. I see it all. Did you like Jingle Bells, Sister Odell? Well, you know, uh, the original version, they changed it when white people started singing it. What, what do you mean? Sorry, what? what? You mean like Jingle Bells? Jingle Bells? That's not the well, original? Well, you know, it used to, this used to be, Jingle Bells used to go like this. Jingle Oh, Jingle, oh, Jingle, oh, Jingle, mm. Jingle, mm. Really? oh, Jingle Bells, oh, Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way. That's the original. I said Jingle Bells, Jingle Bells, Jingle all the way. Uh -huh. Then, you know, white folks couldn't do it, so they had to simplify it, you know. To, to what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what's your version jingle of bells, Jingle bells, Jingle oh, bells. Like she don't like you. You know. Oh, uh, okay. Just, just white. You know. uh, yeah. They killed it. They killed all the sound in it. You know, that was the song. Rudolph, the Red Nose yeah. Reindeer. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. Uh -huh. Well, you know... That's really not a Christmas song because, you know, everyone knows reindeer really can't fly, you know. Don't tell the kids that. Don't spoil it for the kids. You can't fly no reindeer. Well, y'all are one lying to the kids. What, what, what did you want me to do? <laughs> Sister Odell, we have children yes, learning you this. Can't. Yeah. You can't. They, they know they fly. Yeah, I was devastated when I found Well, you know, <laughs> has they seen them fly? <laughs> Have a heart, Sister Odell, now. Come on. This is for the kids. What about, like, I, sweetie, Frosty the... Sweetie, I have a heart. Okay, for the kids... Okay, so then listen to me. Uh -huh. For the kids okay. that's listening, this is what's yes. happening. There's a white man that puts on a suit and gets in a sled <laughs> with 12 reindeer, and they pull him all across the hood, and he slams on people's roof, and they'll be shot. And comes down the chimney... <laughs> And it fits down everybody's chimney. Now, if you ain't got a chimney, he comes through the windows or under the door. And then he leaves all these presents and stuff you don't want. 
And that's what he is. He's just Santa Claus. And if you ain't ever got what you wanted, that pretty much explains his fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wow. Uh, all I can say to that is thank you, Sister Odell. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, through the snow. One one horse open sleigh. Sister Odell, can you, can you tell them what's coming up next, please? I guess not. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, please do the honors. Um, Ladies Junior's and gentlemen. up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it warms my heart. It does it now. To give you this, it does, because it's always, it never disappoints me. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to hear from the one and only J-Rap. J-Rap is a acronym. Stands for Junior's Raggedy Ass Poems. J-Rap, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, you know it is Christmas time, Shirley. Uh-huh. Uh, time to call. You know, um, there's a story, it's called, the poem is called A Christmas Story. And, uh, you know, um, this is something that parents do pretty much on Christmas Eve. And here it is. <clears throat> Go to bed. I'm talking to Lisa, Roy, and Fred. Y'all heard exactly what I said. I ain't going to tell you no more. Go to bed. Santa ain't coming by here. Don't cry. No, no. Wipe your tears. Y'all heard what I said. Now, what did I tell you? Kids, you told us to go to bed. Okay, then. Now, if I come up them stairs, don't get scared, because y'all know why I'm whooping ass. Then you go to bed. The end. Oh. What? What? There's no Christmas or love. That's the most traumatized what? Christmas poem I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that's it. This Junior. is Christmas Eve. Go to bed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Santa ain't coming. You know you can't stay up and see Santa. <laughs> Kids know they can't stay up. They always I don't, I don't even want to live there. Uh, Did we a, miss something? No, no, we ain't miss, we ain't miss no. nothing. No, that's the story what? I got every Christmas Eve. I never go to bed. I don't want to see Santa. What the hell you mean? Who don't want to see the man? I sat on his lap. He said he coming by the house. What I'm going to go? Go to bed? No. You know what's going on down there. Why are y'all traumatized? You ain't never been told to go to bed on Christmas Eve? We oh, are yeah. not traumatized. It's the kids we concerned about. Uh, the kids? Uh, yeah. All ain't that been yelling. And... That's what all they would say. All that yelling, Junior. Yeah, that's all my all mom and dad would say. Hey, hey, go to bed. What was all of this? Why would I want to wake up and come downstairs uh, the next day? Why would I even want to come? Where's the poem about the Christmas carols and the eggnog and (laughs) reindeers and Santa Claus coming down? What happened? Yeah, ain't none of that in here. This is the one I wrote. (laughs) It's the one about how Christmas is threatened. Just trying to get your ass beat now. That's it. That's that's it. There you go. Junior, I am traumatized right now. For what? Now. You don't think that's going to be sad on Christmas Eve? Go to bed! Now they need counseling. Yeah. 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 That's why I did it. Kids it's going to be a parent on Christmas there. Eve. You know you can't sit up all night long. You know why? And go, go to, to bed! bed. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, introduce him. He's here. <laughs> well, 
What's wrong? What, I you don't feel like here. being in the Christmas spirit. Here no, it is. No, no. I don't I don't write happy Christmas songs because there's enough of those. <laughs> happy happy Christmas songs get lost in the shuffle with all them deck the halls. Who the hell wanna hear that over and over? <laughs> the market is oversaturated. I, I write for the sad and downtrodden. <laughs> Grinch. <laughs> Off oh, oh, the way. Hit it. <laughs> Hello there. It's Christmas time again. I can't believe it's here, man. I'm so Christmas songs There's out so there. Many of them. <laughs> every year, short for every year, somebody got a Christmas album. <laughs> happy this, happy that. I'm in a, I'm in a lane all by myself. Yeah, you That's are. That's where I want to be. Thank you very much. Got a tree up, Jay? No. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Did he insult you, Jay? <laughs> Did he offend you, Jay? <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, I can't imagine my house ain't no tree. <laughs> Especially but if I'm Jay, in town. you have grandchildren. You have grandchildren. Yeah. Well, if they want to see tree, go to the other granddaddy house, because this one ain't got one. Well, <laughs> God, please tell leave, me man. you buy them gifts, Jay. Please tell me that. Yeah, I buy gifts. I buy them gifts. Oh, okay. It ain't and what, you don't put them yeah, happy You don't gifts. put it under the tree, though. That's oh, it's just sitting up on the coffee table. Yeah, what, what <laughs> it's just sitting up right? on the coffee table. It ain't wrapped or nothing. No, right. <laughs> got a receipt <laughs> on it. <laughs> hey, that laptop the over there, the that's yours. <laughs> <laughs> that's how Jay passed that gift. Oh, it's still in the bag, Jay? <laughs> yeah, with the receipt. In case they want to take it back, you never know. You never know. Who want an iPhone? <laughs> All right, well, just I keep myself. This is so yeah. sad. Hey, that bike over there, that's yours, my man. Ain't no guessing nothing. Yeah, you you have to do better. We're gonna we're gonna have to help. We're working you. on it. Yeah, celebrate Christmas. I'm gonna tell you right now. I done known him way longer than all y'all. You can stop. <laughs> it's deep in him. <laughs> have you have you ever invited him over to your house, Steve, for Christmas? Maybe uh, that'll no, help. I'm not having his unhappy ass around me. 
Mess my damn holiday up trying to cheat his old hit ass up. But he's by himself, Steve. Where's he going to eat and stuff? Christmas That's where dinner. he need to be, by his damn self. You that evil no matter what your unhappy ass at their house? He's got to eat Christmas dinner, Steve. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm a- he don't have a Christmas tree. <laughs> Sad. It and really he is. got diabetes. I'm not finna be doing all that. What he got to do with it? Because you know he can't eat them yams. You know that. Oh, okay. <laughs> Damn, he over here sad. We can't have no cake. Uh-uh. It's too much. Uh-uh. Uh. <laughs> all right. Uh, coming up next is the nephew. Uh, he's got the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, his ex-wife got a real Christmas tree. Mm. Oh, hell. <laughs> we'll talk about oh, that in a few. Uh-oh. Here <laughs> come the hate. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get into that in just a few because right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What you got for us today, nephew? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We're going to go deep into You're these going archives. Through the, your archives. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm looking through my little folders and files over here. <laughs> your Rolodex. My Rolodex. My, my Prankodex. My Prankodex. Remember Rolodex. All right, this right here is your wife's doctor. Your wife's oh. doctor. Happy mm. birthday, Carla. Mm. See? Yeah, that's a good one for you now. Your wife's <laughs> doctor. Cat dog, if you would. Hello. Hello, I'm trying to get uh, Andrea, please. Uh, who's calling? This is Dr. Hendricks. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got, how you doing, Doc? How you doing? I'm all right. She's not, Andrea, she's not in right now. It's, uh, you want to leave a message or something? Uh, yeah. I'm, leave her a message that, I, you know, she came in, she had an appointment this morning. Right, 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 right. Anything okay? Right. Oh, everything's good. Everything's good. You know, I've been Andrea's uh, gynecologist for quite some time now, so. Yeah, yeah, I know. Right, right, right. Okay, well, listen, can... can See if she's able to get back in tomorrow. I need to get one more good look at her. One more good look? Is everything okay? Uh, I just want to check a few things. You know, if I get one more good look good look at her, I think I'll be fine. One? Hmm. Don't y'all do this like once uh, once or twice a year? And you want her to come right back? To, is, is everything okay, Doc? You can tell me now. Is everything all right with my wife? Uh, yeah. Well, it's Greg, right? Yeah. What's up? Talk to me. You know, I'm not... I'm not privy to tell tell anyone what's going on with her, and there's nothing really serious going on. Okay, so you can relax on that part. But I just want to get one more good look at her, just to be sure. One more good look for what, Doc? If there's nothing serious going on. Well, I I I I think uh, um, think what? Well, she, she she'll be fine. She'll be fine. She'll be fine, Greg. Uh, I, hey man, off, off the record, I, I I'll tell you something, man. That I and I don't really you know talk like this, but off the record, man, you. You and I, man, we'd be, uh, we're the only ones, aren't we? What? What do you mean? You and I, we're the only ones, aren't we? The only ones what? What are you talking about? What, what, what are you saying? Well, you know, we, we're the only ones that've seen it, you know. Oh, 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 oh. What, what, what are you saying, Doc? Uh, just, just stating that, you know, off the record, you, you and I, that we're the, we're the, we're the only ones. We're, you know? we're the only ones. What? What are, what are, what are you saying, Doc? I'm not understanding you. What are you saying? We are the only ones. What? Well, well, we we have you and I have something in common. I mean, you and I are the only one that that's uh, you know basically seen Andrea. What are you, you know? Wait a minute, that's not a topic of discussion, Doc. What what are you trying to say? 
What are you saying about my wife? I mean, I, she's amazing, man. I mean, uh... Whoa! 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 I don't need you to tell me about my wife being amazing, Doc. You lost your damn mind? Well, I'm just saying she looks she looks amazing. She looks amazing? I, I, I don't mean any harm by what you I'm saying. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You ain't supposed to be looking at her in that type of fashion, Doc. What the hell is wrong with you? What type of unprofessional is this here? You tell me my wife is amazing. You lost your damn mind? I can't believe I'm getting a phone call like this. This is the most unprofessional I've ever heard. But I, let's keep in mind, Greg, I, I, I wasn't really calling you. I was calling her, you know? Well, you ain't talking to her. You're talking to me. And you're going to bring that type of on the phone to me? Have you lost your mind? You're okay, going to well, be a professional, well, listen, is, is there a way you can pass the message that I'd like to come tomorrow? I ain't passing nothing to her. You hear me? You're going to make me do something crazy to you. I don't believe you called me with that type talking about my wife. Me and you and I got something in common. She's amazing. Have you lost your damn mind? Sir, I didn't mean to. I didn't think. I just yeah, well, you being, did. You did. Don't. Well, uh, I, no, no, no. I was being a little playful with you. I didn't think that was going to. Oh, this ain't no, gonna, this ain't no play. Gonna, what's wrong with you? Hey, who's playing? I'm not playing. Don't you ever. Matter of fact, Doc, I, I need to see you. I need to, I, I need to see, have a session with you. We can talk about this here. You lost your dog on mind talking about my wife? Amazing to you? You're the most unprofessional. How she even go to you all these years? Uh, huh? All right, was there any way you can get her to come in so I can get one good look at her tomorrow? No, hell no. She ain't coming down to that little ragged. I'm coming down there. When I come down there, we. Oh no. Matter of fact, I'm on my way down there. You, how long are you gonna be there? We can fit. We can. We can straighten this I've, out. I've, I've left the office for today. I just wanted to call and see if I could get one good look at her for tomorrow. No, no. There you go again with that one more good gonna look. No, no. Let me tell you one thing, Doc. She ain't coming there to you no more. No more. No more. Is she coming back to see you? Right, well, wait, 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 wait. I don't want to lose a customer. Not, not like. I definitely no, you don't ain't want... gonna. You ain't gonna lose a customer. I'm coming there tomorrow. Make me an appointment. You can check my out tomorrow. You see how you like that, uh, sir? That, that's what? That's not possible. Okay, oh, yeah, I, possible. I definitely don't. Oh, I don't want to lose her. Whether you like it I, or not? It's gonna hurt me if I lose her as a client. Oh, I don't want to miss seeing her. It's gonna hurt you. It ain't gonna hurt you that you lose her. It's gonna hurt you when I get there. Don't you worry about her. Okay, Don't you Greg, worry about you got, her. Greg, you got to calm down, okay? I'm calm. I'm, I'm calm. I, was being, I was being playful, and I, no, had, I should not no have done play that. Play you too old to be playful. Play I'm seeing you in the morning. First thing in the morning. Okay. What time do uh, you get at night? 10 o'clock? Can I ask you something, Greg? Do you have a brother named Tyron? What they got to do with anything? What they got to do, do with my brother? What they got to do with you? Okay, what I wanted to tell you is, this is not Dr. Hendricks. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Tyron got me to prank phone call you. I don't give a who you. I'm coming to see you. What? What'd you say? <laughs> I ever did what? Hey, oh, hey, Greg, 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 pull up, take this out. Your brother Tyron. What? Yeah, this is this is nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your brother Tyron got me to prank phone call you. That's what I thought you said, man. Hold on, man. Oh, oh, man. Let me sit down for a minute, man. Damn. Oh, my goodness. Boy, you lost your damn. Hold on. Man, you don't, don't, you don't do you don't do no like that, man. I'm my wife, y'all. What's what my brother? I, I'm going to be talking to him first. Man. You going to see Tyron tomorrow? I'm going to see him first thing in the morning, man. First thing in the morning. I'm ready to kill everybody. Hell no. Hey, I got to ask you, man, what's the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Show. <laughs> Go on, man. You crazy, man. Quit playing. I got time today.
You too understand? far. I got Tommy. time today. What? Uh-uh. You played too, too far. Much. That was too far. That was okay. too far. Okay. Okay. Well, that's what. King that's, of pranks. Thank you. That's all I want you to say. That's all I wanted you to say. That right too there. Too far. I right, appreciate Happy birthday, Carla. There you go. Take that. Uh, thank you. I like that one. <laughs> you did. That, that was nephew. too far. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> New York, New York, big city of dreams. Get ready, baby. February the 3rd, the nephew is coming to the NYC, the city winery. You heard what I said. Tickets are on sale right now. February 3rd, Saturday night, New York City. If you can make it New York, you can make it anywhere. Tickets on sale right now. All right, nephew, coming up next. Thank you. Strawberry letter subject. His ex-wife got a real Christmas tree. We'll get into that right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It is time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. You never know. It could be yours. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, everybody, buckle up and hold on tight. It's time for the Strawberry Letter with my friend, Shirley Strawberry. Thank you, my friend, Junior. It's time. Subject, I don't know what happened. His ex-wife got a real Christmas tree is the subject of this letter for today. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm on my second marriage, and there's an issue in my marriage. My husband was married for 18 years, and he's got two daughters and joint custody of them. I have a daughter that lives with us. We've blended the family nicely, and his daughters are sweet to my daughter, but they like to remind her that their father is not her father. My husband is not good at setting boundaries for his ex-wife. When we started dating, he let me know that he and his ex are friends, and whatever he does for her is for his daughter daughters. I can accept that, but when it gets to be too much, I step in to help him set boundaries. The other day, he told me that since his ex-wife and the girls moved into a new house, he wanted to buy his daughters a nice Christmas tree. I was against it, but then I realized his daughter's feelings 
Then I considered. Then I considered his daughter's feelings, and I agreed to it. We got a little seven-foot artificial tree out of the storage room, and I went and and uh, bought new ornaments. Saturday, he told me he was picking up his daughters to get a tree, and he took my daughter with them. I wasn't invited. Two hours after they left, my daughter posted a video in her Instagram story, and they were shopping for a real tree. They picked a giant, beautiful, real fluffy tree. I had assumed they would go to Walmart and buy an artificial tree. My daughter said they took the tree to his ex-wife's house and he set it up for them. He set it up for them and they decorated it together. I was crushed because I decorated our fake tree alone while they were gone. My husband always justifies things by saying that his daughter shouldn't suffer because he left their mother. Does he do it out of guilt? Will his ex-wife be forever a part of our family well uh yeah in a sense uh she may not be a part of your family okay but she is a mother of your husband's daughters and and those are your stepdaughters so the ex will always be in your life somehow okay as long as you know she's got the daughters and everything um you know, my issue is with you, though, really. I mean, this is kind of petty. You're worried about a Christmas tree here? I, I think you're saying it's about that, but what it really is is that you don't want your man over there, and you don't want him over there doing stuff for them, like putting up the tree as a family. I think you're jealous when wh where this is concerned. But I'm telling you, don't be insecure because he still wants to spend time with his daughters. That means he's a good dad, okay? He's right. He left their mom, not his kids. Kids, so he wants to continue to show up in their life for them as their father. He and the ex don't have anything going on. I mean, if you guys can afford it, why don't you, you know, if there's something wrong with your tree, why don't you and your husband and the girls go out and get a tree? You didn't have to stay there and decorate the tree by yourself. You could have waited until they came home and you guys could have done it together. Um, you know, he just went with the girls to get a new tree. You need to talk to him if you have a problem with how he's moving right now. But he sounds like a father who's just trying to do the right thing to me. As crazy as that all seems, it sounds, yeah, I don't have a problem with this. Steve? Well, it's a twofold situation in my eyes. He's being a good dad and he's being punished for that, but he's doing it and he's making a couple of mistakes the way he's doing it. Mm -hmm. You know, First of all, when y'all, this is both of y'all's second marriage. He set this whole thing up by telling you that, you know, look, well, I'm going to do stuff uh, with a daughter and I'm going to do stuff for my daughter and I'm going to do stuff for her. But the reason I'm doing it for her is for my daughter. He set all of this up with you in the beginning because he's active in their life as he should be. Now, you all say you all have blended the family together nicely, but the daughters are sweet to your daughter, but they always remind her that ain't your daddy. They do that. Kids going to be kids. They're going to jockey for position. Your husband is not good with setting boundaries for his ex-wife, and his ex-wife is flexing because she has two kids with him, and she's taking advantage of it. Now, let's get to the whole thing about what this letter is about. His ex got a real Christmas tree. First of all, when he picked up the daughter, when he picked up his two daughters, and he took your daughter, he took your daughter, which is his daughter, which is 
to with his biological daughters because he wanted to get them a tree because they had moved into a new house. Well, now, here's the problem you made, dog. When you took your daughter from your new wife with you, and she posted it on a story. So I'm assuming that these might these might be teenage kids if they can post well, on stories and stuff. Wait a minute. What did you say? <clears throat> wait, say that one more time, Steve, about the daughters. What? Just I, I just wanted you to say that one more time, what you said about the daughters. He has two daughters with his ex. He has two daughters with his ex, and then the wife had a daughter. The new wife has a daughter. Second wife has a daughter. Okay. But see, that's his daughter. He has three daughters now. Yeah, right, right. Separate them. Mm -hmm. If you separate them, they will help you separate them. Yeah, Yeah, make That's what the deal is. Uh When I come back, I'm going to tell you the mistake Mm -hmm. he's making with this. He's a great dad, but he's making Mm -hmm. a mistake. Mm. All right, we'll have part two of Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject is his ex-wife got a real Christmas tree. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, his ex-wife got a real Christmas tree. Okay, so on the break, I read this letter again. This married, mm-hmm. This man was married to this woman for 18 years and they got two daughters. His ex-wife were married 18 years and they got two daughters. So I'm going to assume that these two daughters are teenagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because they got uh-huh. Instagram and they posting stories. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You, She, the woman he's married to now who's writing this letter, she has a daughter from her previous marriage. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old she is, but they treat her nicely. But they do remind her that he's not your real daddy. That's our real daddy. But they treat her nicely, and you all have blended, and, and they're sweet to the girl. Okay, cool. So we got that out the way. Now, the man set this up by telling you, listen, I'm going to do some things for my wife, my ex-wife, because we're friends, but everything I do for her is because of the daughters. You are okay with that. Now let's get to what the problem is. It's a Christmas tree. He, the ex-wife, and the two daughters have moved into a new house. He wants to get them a nice tree for their house for Christmas. Okay. So he takes your daughter, which is his daughter, from this marriage, Christmas tree shopping with his daughters from his previous marriage. And he goes and buys them a real Christmas tree. Big old fluffy tree. (laughs) You done went to the storage room and went out there and got that little ragged-ass Sears tree. Seven feet tall. That's in the box. Man. That's in the box that you've been putting up for years. And so now you bought some ornaments for the tree, some new ornaments. They went tree shopping. You look on Instagram, your daughter done posted they bought a tree. They take the tree to his ex-wife's house where his daughters live. They set the tree up, and they all decorated. Now, you said earlier they went Christmas tree shopping, and you weren't invited. Mm-hmm. Okay, it was just him and the girl, so that's cool. Because the tree is for the girl. But it's at the ex-wife's house. I mean, that's where that's they stay. That's where they live, yeah. So, in a way, this would be cool. Here's the mistake he's making. You okay. got to not make them kids feel 
and see a difference. Mm-hmm. You've got to go above and beyond in treating them the same and equal. This is not your stepdaughter. This is your daughter. If the, if the daughters get a real tree, everybody get a real tree. Yeah. See, he should have bought two real trees is what he should have did. Yeah. Because you can't make the quote-unquote stepdaughter feel step. Mm-hmm. See, the reason we never used the word step in our family was because when you say stepchild, it's usually like a step down. And you, it's like a step down from the level that the regular children are on. That's why we never use that term. Mm. So now, but you can't like, let them see or feel the difference. Now, if his daughter's got a big fluffy Christmas tree, he should have got a big Christmas tree at his house, too. That's the mistake he made. Yes. That would Facts. that that would have cleared okay. this whole thing up. Mm. And, bro, that's all you got to do. Everybody got to get equal and like treatment, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. period. Yeah. And you can't have your new wife feeling some kind of way because you're doing all this extra stuff for your ex-wife. Because that's how she's looking at that, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, she got a tree, and y'all all decorate the tree together. I didn't know you was going to go over there and put it up and decorate it together. I wanted to surprise y'all when you came home. Y'all come home late. I done decorated the tree by myself. And y'all ass was over there having family time. Whoa. Right. <laughs> yep. You see why she's a, well, you see now she gonna be upset about that dog. And it's your mm-hmm. fault. Because mm-hmm. you gotta do everything equal. If you're over there having hot chocolate, you gotta come home have hot chocolate. You done bought the vodka pound cake from uh Neiman Marcus over there. Yeah. You gotta come Ooh. in your house with the vodka pound mm-hmm. cake. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, see, that's what you gotta do. With now, that bro, that's the mistake you make. And and you've got to sit your husband down and say, hey, listen, mm-hmm. we can't feel mm-hmm. like we're second-class citizens when yeah. it comes to special events while your ex and your uh, biological children get all the perks. Mm-hmm. So I think that's unfair. So you can do whatever you want to do for them. I'm not stopping you. But you needed to start doing the same thing over here. See that real big fluffy tree? That was beautiful, but that would look good in this house, too. Yeah, they mm-hmm. should go get one. Mm. Yeah. See, because they had a new house, he feel like they should get a new tree. New tree. Well, we, well, oh, yeah. well and you got to get to everybody else a new tree, though. Something, a thought came to my head, because a lot of mothers have mom guilt. Do dads have dad guilt Hell as yeah. well? Is, is that Hell what he's yeah. dealing with, dad guilt as well? Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they, I mean, you don't hear a lot of He said in the letter, mm-hmm. they uh-huh. can't pay because I left their mother. Right. Right. Now, I, I left their mother, not them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, but then also now, the you got to be careful of the Disney dad syndrome, too. Yeah, exactly. See, when you do see the kids, you can't be Disney dad. And mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, when you go home to your family, ain't no Disney. Right. Mm-hmm. It's just an old tree. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> no, you got to be right. in Disney dad mode all the way around board, bro. Yeah. All right. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime. Day or night. Yes, you heard that right. 
you can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. According to new research, one in five Americans are planning on giving someone a take the hint gift this year. A new survey of 2,000 Americans found that hint gifts are a pretty common practice, with one in three respondents saying uh, they've given at least one in the past year or so, or in the past period. And uh, who is the person in our life most likely to give us one of these hint gifts? Well, research shows it's our own partner. Uh oh. So, so when Carl and Gil Tosh yeah. is running oh shoes, what does that mean? What does that, that say? He asked for running shoes! <laughs> but you know what, though, Carla? I think it's cool, yes. though, because dudes, we different. You know, if that's what we want, then I think it's cool. Huh. You know. Yeah, I mean, Tosh is real cool. You know, he's real laid back. He's out baby, give me some running shoes and, uh-huh. you know, get in here and do your wifely duties. He'll say something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Man, you with them shoes around your neck like like in the hood when you just see them suit shoes hanging over the over the telephone yep. wire. Yeah, over, over the line. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I did oh, want to. Most popular hint <laughs> gift Americans give is deodorant. What? Or what? perfume, do or cologne, yeah, self-help books. Ooh, are, I got uh, your well, funky not... ass something this year. Yeah. Wow, that's more than take a hint. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the most popular, most popular gift is uh, self-help books. They scored real high. Also on the okay. list were cookbooks. Hey, you got there it. you go, Shirley. <laughs> no, I did not. You gonna get one this year? <laughs> exercise equipment, Carla. Exercise equipment. Peloton ah! <laughs> bike. I know. Razors, toothpaste, cleaning supplies, and even breath mints. Yeah. All right. So, Steve and and uh, Junior and Tommy, if you guys had to give someone to take a hint gift, uh, who would it be and what would it be? I guess. My sister I getting think... every job application pamphlet I can find. <laughs> oh, wherever. Just got real. <laughs> Since she can't talk about they can't find the work, I see now hiring every damn well. <laughs> Yeah. I think we just, oh my God. I think we just saw the best take a hint gift. If I pick you up to go shopping and I put your ass in the back seat because my I got another fine chick in the front, that's about a bigger hit gift you can get. Oh. <laughs> what about you now? Mm. My auntie. Uh huh. Is she listening? I don't think she's listening. <laughs> 
furry. But a nice perm box. A nice perm box. I can't be telling people how to work. It's a hint, damn it. Uh-uh. It's a hint. Let this sit for at least 20 minutes. All right, look. Everybody up. can't wear natural hair. Everybody can't do that. <laughs> more Some people need something that they can. I'm sorry. More ignorant, more shenanigans coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for Comedy Roulette. And let me just apologize to the one parent out there that's upset with me. It has something to do with Santa Claus. And our last comedy roulette. That's all I'm going to say, so I won't get in more trouble. But sorry about that. What? That's not your fault. That's not your fault. Yeah. It's your that's fault, Jay. Fault. You wrote it, so let's move. Why did we bring it up? Nobody's fault. Because I wanted to apologize. Yeah. And I knew it when I said it, when it came out of my mouth. All right, here we go. Uh, today's well, you already category- started again, because now they're going, what about Santa Claus? So what see, about he made Santa? It yeah. he, he's jolly. He made it worse. Jolly. He made it worse. No, I didn't make it worse. Yeah. I didn't make it worse. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I'm, yeah. yeah, you guys uh, just right. pay attention. Today's categories are things you say. said it. What the we hell are. we got to pay attention for? <laughs> Look, pay attention. We ain't supposed to pay attention. <laughs> things you say to stay if out of an argument. If we paid attention, we went to school, Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's that. <laughs> All right, things you say. Paying attention. Things you say to stay out of an argument. That's one. Mm, good one. Jacked mm-hmm. up directions people give you. Oh, yeah. Mm. Let's do that. Yeah, a lot of those, right? And then stupid conversations people come up with to keep you on the oh, phone. This All is right? Me. Mm. Oh, yeah. Lord. Oh, one. <laughs> Let's spin the wheel. Spun it. Spun it. Spun it around. Wait, oh, which one? It landed on <laughs> what? Guys, it landed on stupid conversations people come up with to keep you on the phone. Let's I go. Love it. Comedy right, roulette. Here we go. Yeah. Here we, go. <laughs> here we go. Comedy roulette, stupid conversations people come up with to keep you on the phone. Before you go, did I tell you Big Mama's wearing an eye patch now? Did I tell you that? <laughs> you yeah. <laughs> you had to say that before yeah. you stupid. <laughs> Stupid conversations people say to keep you on the phone. Well, you heard Uncle Greg had his spleen removed. He going vegan now. Did I tell you that? <laughs> what? What? What in the world? Yeah, it was his spleen and going vegan. Got to do it with vegan. Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, uh, stupid conversations people come up with to keep you on the phone. Now, you know, uh, Gary's sister's uh, husband's niece's boyfriend Went to jail uh-huh. for stealing money out of the collection plate at the church. You know that, don't you? That's, what? Yeah. yeah. Gary's sister's husband's niece's boyfriend. That's a shame. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's another 30 yeah. minutes right sure. there. Yeah. Because uh-huh. you got to figure right. out who that is. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Steve. Stupid conversations people come up with to keep you on the phone. Come on, Steve. I got to go now. Uh-huh. Well, what? you know I bought a leaf blower the other day, don't you? <laughs> Huh? Did I tell you? You want to hear it? No. On the phone. Hold on right there. Let me go get it. All right. All right. Come on, Jay. conversations people come up with to keep you on the phone. Mm. You know, I'm looking out the window right now, and my right tire is out of air. I'm going to have to go out there and put some air. Yeah. Right 
tire. <laughs> it's going flat. You got an air pump, nigga? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stupid conversation people say to keep you on the phone. <laughs> Hey, before you go, listen, did I tell you my plants were stolen? They were there yesterday. Now, they gone this morning. I don't even know. Who taking plants out the neighborhood? Yeah. Now? What is going on? That's 15 more minutes right there. Stupid conversations people come up with to keep you on the phone. Hey, before you go, listen, uh, you know them white folk come out here looking for you yesterday. Uh, okay. Something to do with some kind of investigation. I just want to let you know before we get off the phone. That's a good hour right there. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, Steve. Close it out. Stupid conversations people come up with to keep you on the phone. <laughs> you know <laughs> what? what? When I was little, my mama uh, <laughs> made me learn the ABCs backwards. Can you do it? <laughs> now, <laughs> try. Go ahead. Z. Go ahead. Try. All right. Coming up, trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show. We'll be back in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So along with fastening your seatbelt and placing your seat in an upright position, flight crews always ask us to put our cell phones in airplane mode before takeoff. Well, come to find out only 40% of passengers actually do it. The FAA believes that cell phones may interfere with the cockpit during takeoff and uh, landing, but there are no real studies to prove if this is true or not. So, Steve, I got to ask you, do you do you put your cell phone uh, in airplane mode on your jet? Do you do that? No. No, I don't put my phone on airplane mode on commercial flights. <laughs> mm. You're part you're... of the problem. You uh-huh. are part of the problem. Thank God and why not? Let everybody else put theirs on airplane mode. Uh huh. Okay. And they do. And we, and and we my... do. And, and we I, do. I, I ain't. Only 40%. Yeah, the study shows If something is happening, I got to be able to call somebody. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) No, you know, because seriously, like, okay, for example, let's say Uh an incident breaks out on the plane. Let's say somebody's up there doing something illegal. Uh Mm -hmm. I need to call police, somebody. You ain't got no service up there, boy. (laughs) Okay. See, once you again, can't call from way up once there. Again, well, mm, mm, oh, oh, private oh, jet. My bad. Mm, my yeah, bad. The see, jet the got rules signal. are different, Tommy. Rules are different. Oh, Lord, I'm oh, private. Private jet 5G, huh? <laughs> All right. All right, rule breaker, Steve. Uh, coming up, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, please do the honors. Um, Ladies and gentlemen. Up now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it warms my heart. It does it now. To give you this, it does, because this always, it never disappoints me. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to hear from the one and only J-Rap. J-Rap is a acronym, stands for Junior's Raggedy Ass Poems. J-Rap, go ahead. Thank you. Uh, You know, it is Christmas time, Shirley. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Time to call. You know, um, there's a story, it's called, the poem is called A Christmas Story. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, um, this is something that parents do pretty much on Christmas Eve. And here it is. <clears throat> Go to bed. I'm talking to Lisa Roy and Fred. Y'all heard exactly what I said. I ain't going to tell you no more. Go to bed. Santa ain't coming by here. Don't cry. No, no. Wipe your tears. Y'all heard what I said. 
Now, what did I tell you? Kids, you told us to go to bed. Okay, then. Now, if I come up them stairs, don't get scared, because y'all know why I'm whooping ass. Then you go to bed. The end. Oh. What? There's no Christmas or love. That's the most <laughs> traumatized <What>? Christmas poem <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that's it. This yeah, is yeah. Christmas Eve. Go to bed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Santa ain't coming. You know you can't stay up and see Santa. <laughs> Kids know they can't stay up. They always you know. I don't, I don't even want to live there. Uh, Did in, we in, miss in something? No, no, we ain't miss, we ain't miss no. nothing. No, that's the story what? I got every Christmas Eve. I never go to bed. I don't want to see Santa. What the hell you mean? Who don't want to see the man? I sat on his lap. He said he coming by the house. What I'm, what I'm gonna go? Go to bed? No. You know what's going on down there? Why is y'all traumatized? You ain't never been told to go to bed on Christmas Eve. We oh, are yeah. not traumatized. It's the kids we concerned about. Uh, the kids. Yeah. Y'all ain't been yelling ready. and. That's what all they would say. All that yelling, Junior. Yeah, that's all my mom and dad would say. Hey, hey, go to bed. What was all of this? Why would I want to wake up and come downstairs uh, the next day? Why would I even want to come? Where's the poem about the Christmas carols and the eggnog and what is that? (laughs) Reindeers and Santa Claus coming down. What happened? Yeah, ain't none of that in here. This is the one I wrote. The one about how Christmas is threatened. That's trying to get your ass beat now. That's it. That's that's it. There you go, Junior. I am traumatized right now. What? You don't think that's gonna be said on Christmas Eve? Go to bed. Now they need counseling. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I did it. It's gonna be a parent on Christmas Eve. You know you can't sit up all night long. You know why? And go Go to bed. <laughs> All right, coming up, our last break of the day and some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this, we'll be back at 49 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24 7 US based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. All right, here we are, our last break of the day. It's been a good day, huh? Good day. Yeah. Good day. Yeah. Good day. Mm -hmm. And the only thing that will make it better is you, Steve Harvey, with some closing remarks. What do you have for us today? Well, you know, I kind of wanted to share something with you all that I was uh, doing my meditation. I was reading this morning and it hit me because uh, I've often said, you know, after a show or something, I was uh, just, you know, sometimes I just try to say something positive to people. And one time I was talking after the show and I told people, I said, you know, there's a scripture that quotes uh, something to this effect. Uh, that God comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly. And so I said, that's what began the process of me asking for my abundance was because of this scripture. And I just don't think this is just my walk with him that as a Christian or a believer or a person of faith, uh, that you should have to struggle through everything. 
you're going to have challenges. You're going to have struggles. But in every aspect of your life, I mean, come on, something has to change for you. And so in this scripture, it was saying that he comes to give you life and give you life more abundantly. I always thought that the abundance that he was talking about was material things, uh, financial blessings, you know, things of that nature. But I've learned recently through my studies that having that he comes to give you abundant life does not just mean things. It means peace of mind. It means awareness of all his goodness. It means not worrying about tomorrow or having regrets about the past, which issues out a lot of a lot of wasted energy. It means things like that, that he's present in your life, that you are aware of all the good things, that your eyes are open to all he's done for you. And the big part of it is that he gives you your daily bread, that today is a very, very special day in, because it's unlike any other day you've ever had. And he's giving you a new day. So when it comes to talking about an abundant life, I had to stop thinking that it was just talking about things or money and objects, innate objects, that really he's talking about an abundant life through having a peace of mind, to having the realization that you have a companion who is not only your friend, but he's also your king, you know, your sovereign Lord. That's what he means by abundant life that you come to the realization that you're not alone in this matter you come to the understanding that you have a very present help if you just invite him in that can help you deal cope handle and understand anything that happens in your life that's what i came to the conclusion that having a life and having life more abundantly stood for. And once I came to this realization, it opened up a whole nother way of thinking for me because uh, it's, it's just an amazing thing when you understand that you can have a say-so in today. And all you have to do is worry about today. I mean, concern yourself with today's matters and don't worry about tomorrow and don't show no regrets for the past and you can have a life of abundance because you will now be living in the moment in the presence and you'll have his presence because you invited him in even closer that's what i learned about the abundant life that it doesn't just mean monetary or, or physical things that it actually means peace of mind presence a very present help in the time of trouble a relationship someone who gets it who's always there that's what that means and that's what i wanted you all to think about today so when you ask god to give you life and he promised to give you life and give it to you more abundantly think about what the whole abundant thing is really about i wasted a lot of time thinking it was just a reference to finances or money or you know it's not it's so much more and today i had an abundant life because today I didn't worry about tomorrow. And today, because that's burdening yourself with something you can't do nothing about. And I didn't worry, have no regrets for my former life. Ta-da! I had an abundant day today. And it caused me to realize, really, man, you're blessed. You got an abundant life. 
That's what I wanted to share with you. Those are my closing remarks today. Wow, Steve. I know I got a little time on the back end, but that's oh. what I realized. I just wanted to share that with you. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah that's great, huh? Mm-hmm. Because when you do, mm-hmm. when, when I first heard it, I thought the same thing, which, you, you know. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all do. I really mm-hmm. did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was yeah. convinced at what it was, but I was doing my meditation this morning, and I was reading this section uh, that mm-hmm. explains a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. and I said, wait a minute, man. No, the abundant life is he gives you peace of mind for today. He gives you awareness of his presence for today, and therefore it gives you a total, uh, and then it causes you to be grateful for what you have today, and it opens up your eyes to everything that's happening in your world right now. Because by worrying, uh, uh, watch this, Shirley, Luke 12 and 25. What? By worrying, Luke 12 and 25, by worrying, you cannot add one hour to that's your right. life. That's Man. right. So by yeah. not being able to do that. Yes, sir. You, you better minister. Right. Right. You better coach your body. All right. All right. <laughs> going to be with Kanye in a Man. minute. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. The, the comedy ministry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, how much height do you get with a thirteen thousand dollar tree? How big is that? Uh, twenty, twenty feet, eight, twenty, 20 feet. Easy. Well, you gotta have, you gotta have really tall ceilings. Take us out, Steve. Yeah, that goes. My, that gonna be in my. Ladies party. and gentlemen, Almost God deep. loves you. Bye. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit RightRug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, Get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, 
parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.